Hi, everybody. Welcome to One Off, your favorite podcast hosted by your favorite girlies. You just said welcome to One Off. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering why you were giving me... I read it all. Oh, I read it. I was wondering why you were looking at me like I'm a freak. (laughs) I wasn't sure if that was on purpose. No. (laughs) Okay. Welcome to SB time, everybody. Just a little prank for you all. (laughs) SB time. (laughs) Emphasis on the bond. Um, This is Katie, in case you don't know my voice yet. And this is Kylie. How you doing, Pess? Pretty good. Pretty good. No no complaints, really. Um, Spent the weekend in Boston with some of my favorite girlies. And, yeah. You thought you'll go to Boston and then you just went? Um, sure. But I did plan this like three months ago. No, two months ago. Mm. You know that song. I think I'll go to Boston. I think I'll start a new life or something like that. Yes. Nice job referencing the toast within the first minute. (laughs) You can't help but Can't speaking move. of the toast, while I was in Boston, I met the one and only Ben Soffer, and that was truly a delight. Did you feel like you were friends? Was he nice? How long you talked to him? He was so nice. It it was like a quick conversation, but not in a like, hey, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming picture. Like, we talked to him for probably a couple minutes. Oh, fun. Yeah. Or maybe, I would say under five, but... I mean, as expected, there were other people in line. Um, but we were all, like, freaking out in line. But he was very easy to talk to. Yeah, I feel like I'd be so nervous that it's awkward. Yeah. But first thing he said to me was that I looked really cool. Because I was wearing leather <laughs> on leather. And I was like... Ah! Ah! <laughs> Did you say, I'm not? No, I said, thank you for seeing that within me. Oh, wait. Speaking of being cool, this weekend we had a huge debate on whether chill and cool are the same thing. Mainly, it was in an attempt to gaslight my dear friends because that's just something that I do. Because Abby told me that I wasn't chill. And I was like, what? How dare you say that? Even though like I haven't been chill since birth. And I know that. But yeah, wait, did people actually think chill and cool are the same thing? Because they're not. No, but I was like, so you don't think I'm cool? And she's like, I didn't say that. I said you weren't chill. And then mm. all weekend I was like, I wish I was cool like you guys. You know, just just a little prank. Just a little prank. Yeah, because chill is like like I don't care, I don't give a rip, down for whatever goes flow. David is chill, if you know David. Cool is like it's not in a very with the cool trends. We're above with the trends. Let me finish. In with the trends, above with the trends, like, you know, just cool. I really don't know what else to say. And yeah. I would say you are cool. Thank you. But you two are not the same. No, we are not. Which is why he's a Bross and I'm a Ross. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm still getting comments on that. Okay. So, are you ready to just hop right into today's episode? I'm ready hop, to take... and jump. I, Katie, I was just about to say I'm ready to take a hop, skip, and a jump <laughs> into the episode. <laughs> uh, just it just goes together. It really does. Like peanut butter and jelly. Ugh. Ugh. I'm hoping that your um, mouth begins to move with the noise that's coming out of you aka your words because they're currently not in sync but I can't even see your mouth right now so maybe that'll be helpful do you want to see more of my face no it's okay I wasn't sure if it would be like a jump scare because I'm not looking my best I mean I whatever we're not gonna people can't see us so it doesn't matter you don't look bad though oh thanks your jams look luxurious they really do they look and feel luxurious sorry my mic was just far from me that's okay okay so everyone today's episode is on um a 23 year old ceo and her personal business um it's a clothing brand near and dear to my heart and the company is called one-off let me just grab the ceo really quick (laughs) Let me just grab our guest really quick. Hi, Catherine. It's so great to be here. Thank you for having me on. Welcome. Tell us about you. Tell us about your company. Give us your elevator pitch. So most of you guys know about my brand, One Off, my company that I started last year. We're almost to the one-year anniversary. No way. When is that? May 6th. Dang, one. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, But we figured it would be maybe interesting, maybe fun to give a little bit more background or answer some questions and kind of discuss how I got started with it, what it's all about, everything. But Katie has prepared these questions, so we'll see what kind of hard-hitting journalism we're going to get today. Okay, so... So, Kylie, for anybody who hasn't heard of One Off, what is it to start? Yeah, so how I describe it, or basically like the definition of it, is that it's an off-price retailer for sustainable fashion brands. So basically, off-price means like off-market. The styles aren't in store or online for the brands that originally designed them. I am not designing the clothes, manufacturing them, creating them, anything like that. I partner with existing sustainable brands to offload any excess inventory that they have um, and sell it at a lower price. So a big part of my mission, the mission of one-off is to make sustainable fashion more accessible and affordable to people that want to get involved in the sustainable fashion movement, but maybe can't afford to meet those traditional market prices right now. Love. Um, So how did you start? You have this big, bad idea. What was your first move? My first move, like right out the gate, was trying to find if something like one-off existed already. I figured that it didn't just because I 
before was pretty active in the sustainable fashion space and like felt like I had a good finger on the pulse but just wanted to see and then I just kind of started I guess investigating if other people had the issue that I had or thought that this would be helpful because really I thought of one-off out of a very like selfish want I guess Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to buy from these brands that I currently partner with but I couldn't afford it being a college student and so I started looking into it I saw that by far the biggest um, hurdle that people had with shopping more sustainably was price and just kind of snowballed from there. Awesome. Um, so first you learned and then did you contact your companies or was that like one of the last things you ended up doing? That was one of the last things that I ended up doing just because Like, a lot of it was, I went back and forth for a very long time. Like, during my uh, junior year of college, I, I mean, during my senior year of college, I worked on the one-off business plan for my senior thesis. And, you know, it was very much theoretical. Like, I would like to do this. I think that this would be cool. But I even debated up until maybe a few months before launch, like whether this was something I was going to try now or maybe try several years from now, you know, I just really didn't know. So I wasn't going to start contacting brands unless I was like, okay, this is something that I was going to do. That's fair. Was it scary? Is it still scary? It's still very scary. Every day is kind of scary, but I will never forget like the first brand call that I had it was a zoom call and literally I was like shaking before it sweating through my shirt thank god it was zoom and not in person because I was literally like sitting on my hands I was like I don't know what I'm going to do and then I got on the phone and the woman couldn't have been nicer and she was like we've been looking for something like this I think this is a great idea like she didn't know that I was like, this was the first brand that I'd ever talked to and was trying to figure out how I was going to make this happen. And, but it was very scary. And it was very much a fake it till you make it situation. Oh, for sure. I still feel like, I wonder if people ever stop faking it until you make it. Cause I would venture to say, even though, and that's the thing about faking it, people seem like they have it all together. But I'm like, who really, really feels as if they know that what they are doing? Yeah. I, I don't know. Completely agree with that. I feel like it really depends on the scenario and could switch from, like, person to person, obviously. But, like, I, I try to think about, like, my 9 to 5 job. I'm like, well, there are some things in, like, meetings and things I do where I'm like, I'm not faking it. Like, I actually do know what I'm talking about. But there are other times where I'm like, oh, yes, I am fully faking this. So Yes, 100 That was a bit of a tangent, a little a little wraparound for you, but yeah. Oh, we, we got a tangent. Keep the people interested. <laughs> it's not like we're not. Yeah, we got a tangent. Okay. Still scary, um, but you did it anyway. 
I did. Do you, okay, I'm like going off script, but do you remember launch day? Was it everything of the sort? Was tell me, tell me about launch day. Yeah, launch day was so much fun. Like every order, I would like dance around. I mean, I still do this. Like anytime anyone orders, I'm like, it's a shot of serotonin to the heart. Um, but. It was so much fun. Something I remember very vividly or like is one of the biggest things that I think about is so a bunch of orders came in right away. And I remember thinking like I should have set up an assembly line for packing because I had like everything in different parts. It was like the stickers were over here. The envelopes were over here. The tissue paper was over here. And I was like, this is not organized. And then, um, but you know got it down and it kind of made it more fun um to do it but yeah oh my god I feel like that would be so much fun just like packing up the orders yeah I mean I still love like packing every single order yeah crazy it's just you and you just like did it um do you have a favorite piece of clothing that you've ever carried Oh, that's a great question. I feel like, I mean, there's a few things that I wear every week, like without fail. Like if it's not dirty, I'm wearing it. What thing? I feel like, well, I I really wear everything. Okay, but I feel like some of the like classic Kylie one-off like always wearing it is the cropped polo mm-hmm. for sure I'm always wearing that because if you're on a work like zoom call they can't tell that it's cropped um but then our new collection stuff like everything I'm pretty obsessed with and know that I'm going to be wearing it all summer long so I'm very excited for that love um Okay, amazing. I knew this would happen. I have, like, seven questions written, and we've only – only two of the ones I've asked are, are on my list. That's okay. Um, okay, what is the hardest part about running your own business? I would say the fact that it's just me can be, like, a very double-edged sword because at the same time it's, like – make my own schedule, can do things on my own time. But at the same time, like if I'm feeling discouraged or tired or something like that, there's no one to like both sides of it. Like there's no one to make me do anything, but there's also like no one to encourage and be like, it's okay. Like, no, cause I mean, my friends and family are amazing, but like no one knows what I'm doing like each day. Right. So I think that that's probably the hardest part and just like getting excited about something and getting let down and you know the kind of that cycle I guess yeah do you like the content part of one-off like making your Instagram content and like the videos I do but it's also really stressful just because I mean, I really like the creative piece and everything, but then I struggle going back and forth with like, okay, I don't want it to be like all me all the time. And then to do like collaborations with 
influencers and like sustainable fashion creators can be insanely expensive yeah like i was just quoted just for like a little bit of insight for some of the more affordable influencers in this one agency to make one instagram reel was 200 or was two thousand dollars and that was yeah that was a selection of their more affordable people for small businesses like great for a small business yeah and i was like okay awesome so it's really like in like how sorry i'm cutting you off but all i'm like okay so say you invest these two thousand dollars are you seeing this back is it turnover or is it just your name is out there because if you're gonna see it back maybe worth the investment if this person has that sort of you know power right like monetization of what they do but a lot of people don't people just like their content and scroll right past right or aren't even looking at it no i've seen a combination some like there's been a few people that we've partnered with that i always say we by the way when i mean me i mean or when i say we i mean me and one off because it's we're a team (laughs) yeah but there's been a few partnerships that i've done that it's like converts to sales everything and then there's some like some people like i have even noticed i know like bigger brands will talk about this like number of followers does not convert to like number of engagement engagement does not convert to sales and like some accounts that have like done feature posts about us and everything like we'll get like 20 followers from it and that's it and it's like oh okay so that was a big buster rooney but then there's some that it's like people place orders they're interested um so it really depends and also something that i've learned this is like kind of a side note but it goes with the whole like fake numbers and things i was wondering i was like how do so many of these like small brands like so quickly hit like 10k on instagram and things like that because Mm -hmm. We have been, like, slowly, slowly, like, climbing up with followers and things. But then I'll look, and it'll be, uh, like, a brand that has, like, 15,000 followers, but they get less likes than us or, like, less views on a reel or something. And I'm like, oh, so it is completely fake. And I get that it adds, like, a sense of legitimacy to, like, the brand page for sure, but I'm like... It's hard to compare. Like, I mean, I've just said like so many times. But with everything on social media, it's fake and it's comparison game and everything. So it's trying to remind myself to stay in the one-off lane and not be constantly comparing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that just is entirely life. And you said that it adds an air of legitimacy to the brand. But I would actually argue that it does the total opposite. Because if you, sorry, I'm cutting you off. But if you notice that it's fake, yeah, for sure. You're like, oh, so blah, blah, blah. But like if I were to click 
right on a small brand and see oh they have 20,000 followers people like shop and like and yeah like their stuff and everything that would make me more inclined to order and everything versus I feel like maybe if a stranger comes across our page and sees that we're you know just over a thousand they might be like I don't know what this is all about you know if I can trust them but yeah then I also think like so when I'm looking at brands and I'm like, can I trust this brand? Like, will I ever get my order? Is it a scam? Mm-hmm. I like look at their page. And a lot of the times I look to see if it's like the same model in the same spot and it's like dubbed over. Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, if it's just like a totally fake picture mm-hmm. where they just like put the overlay the clothes and then yeah. I'm like, okay, that's not real. Yeah. But you have real people on right your account yeah and they're different people and you can tell like I think you can tell that yours is a small business whereas versus a fake account even if you're like why are there only a thousand followers versus ten thousand or a million or whatever yeah and on that note everyone follow at shop.oneoff send it to your boyfriend to follow send it to your cousin to follow have your mom and dad follow even if they never post make a fake account yeah let one off have some bot followers how about that yes um okay so what are you most proud of with one off Ooh, i don't know if i have like one specific thing that I'm proud of because it can really change like sometimes I'm just having mo I just have a moment where I'm like oh so I I like did that like okay like I mm-hmm. actually like pulled the trigger and did it instead of just letting it be something that I thought about and probably would have regretted not doing but then also it's like this weekend I brought a bunch of our spring collection to Boston with me to my friend's apartment and they were trying it on and like squealing with excitement. So they're like, this is so cute. It's so flattering. Like, oh my gosh. And you know, that's like a super proud moment too, because even though I didn't design the clothes, like I picked them out and are bringing them to the brand and everything. And then there's other small things where it's like, mom will text me and be like, I told the lady at my workout class today about your brand she says it seems awesome you know so there's just like so many oh yeah like small moments of pride with it oh my gosh okay two stories of me boasting about you I do it at any chance I can (laughs) um so I was shopping for shoes and I was wearing the pink sweater that I have from you Mm -hmm. um and the person at the gym shoe store was like, I like your sweater. And I'm like, oh, thanks. It's my sister's company. And she's like, your sister has a company? So then I went on and on and on. I was like, yeah, it's called One Off. Uh, blah, blah, blah. She's based in here. <laughs> um, and then another person at work, I like went over and I was like, my sister had a launch day. And I think one of them follows you. Um, and I like went over and I showed them all this clothes. <laughs> like, so if you're interested. Yeah. Um, no, it was funny. So my good friend, Abby, um, a lot of my friends wear their clothes a lot, but she was wearing the green jumpsuit to work on Thursday when I was there. And she texted me. She's like, people are loving the jumpsuit today. I just had someone ping me after I walked to the bathroom that they loved it. And I was like, mm-hmm. that is awesome. Like, yeah, 
and because obviously it makes me feel good but you know she loves it too like to you know get compliments on your fit so oh yeah I wear I wear a lot of this stuff a lot of the time um that yellow jumpsuit's one of my faves ever okay. you always call it yellow I think the one that you have is like a cream it's totally whatever. yellow it's totally not but whatever okay whatever. <laughs> is there anything you wish people knew I think that something that I wish more people knew is that, like, obviously you're saving a lot of money by shopping from one-off, but it's definitely, you know, more expensive than Shein or something like that. I think what I wish I could tell more people or more people could understand is that investing in clothes is more than just, like, the one higher price that you're paying at the start it'll last you longer it'll hold up better obviously I mean beyond you know the environmental and social justice aspects but truly like the bang for your buck will go farther when you buy more high quality clothing what is your end goal with one-off this is actually a question from my husband David (laughs) um well, David, one of my goals is to be able to hire you as uh, the one-off accountant. I would love to be able to do that. He would um, <laughs> I have a lot of end goals with one-off. I would love to be able to do it full-time and support myself with it. I would love to have some type of IRL pop-up event with it. I would love... Uh, a really cool feature with it you know there I feel like I mean we are just getting started but I truly feel like the energy behind it and everything is just getting started so I'm truly just excited to see where it goes um we can cut this out of the thing but if you want but St. Louis has like a ton of um like street fair events Mm -hmm. it's like small brands or like small like thrift shops will come and like display all their clothes or like farmers markets my friend who opened up her company started at farmers markets and now she is yeah um so like i'm sure new york has tons yeah they do have a lot and that's part uh or that's like something that i would love to do and a goal is to do something like that this summer there's a few shops that have like either rotating or you can get like a spot to have like your own little section of a larger store but honestly I just fear it being New York that it would cost like an insane amount of money to have that square footage but yeah maybe like a farmer's market flea market type thing yeah um, small business expo anything like that would be great where yeah but now i'm like wondering like would you have to get a sign for that and would you have to get like a little tent and yeah yeah yada, yada, yada. lots of things to consider for sure not as easy as it sounds okay um do you have any tips for anybody who wants to start their own business um yes i do let me think of my best one i have a a lot of tips. I would say the biggest one and the one that I've been trying to drill into my own head a lot recently is done is better than perfect if 
perfect means it's never going to get done. Yep. So I feel like that just came out, you know, kind of like poetry. (laughs) Yeah, like poetry. But yeah, I think especially for myself and small business, when it's like your thing and your baby, you want everything to be perfect. And that can be a really huge hindrance when you're not you know, you have no one else forcing a deadline or no one to review it and things like that. And I will sit on things and debate things where I'm like, you know, I should just put it out. You can always fix. Oh, there's this one quote. Oh my gosh. I just remembered it. There's this one quote that I wrote down when I was in my masterclass period of COVID and it was launch now, adjust later. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the same kind of feeling is like, there's nothing that you're going to do that can't be fixed after the fact or can't be adjusted later like put something out there get the gauge you can always fix it so true love okay um last question what's the best way uh for us to support you the best way that you can support is to place an order if you're not in a place to order and support financially it would be to follow and engage on social media and get other people to follow and engage, you know, repost on stories. Or if you have friends that, you know, are interested in sustainable fashion or interested in learning more about sustainable fashion, follow. Um, if you're interested in creating content for us, let me know. Slide into the one-off DMs. That is, once again, at shop.oneoff. Um, yeah, I think those are the best ways. Okay. Well, thank you very much, my darling. Um, thank you to the CEO guest of today's episode. <laughs> it was a this- pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. You're welcome. Um, maybe next week we can get, you know, just podcast Kylie back on here. Um, yeah. But thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. We will catch you. Um, it looks like we're like every two weeks as of late. So maybe. <laughs> the every one week situation maybe every two weeks but we'll catch you again for our next episode thank you for listening and i love you bye bye